Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the HGO Podcast. I want to host today, Ethan, and joining me, as always, are my good friends, Kyle. Hello. And Hunter, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just as well. If you're wondering what something looks different, I've changed. I don't know what happened. I I reenacted like a Michael Bay kind of Transformers 2007 cut like scene, and I shaked my camera around for Hunter for shits and giggles, and now my camera angle's changed. I kind of like it to be honest. I like it. Is it because there's less of my head in the frame? I don't know. More of my head in the frame. I don't know. Because I like you're not it. showing off the bananas in the background anymore. The bananas are gone. You guys mocked my bananas so much. His loyalty to Master Coco is not. <laughs> Do you being know what's wanted. really funny? I was talking to Jack. He's alive on like Monday, and the first thing that he said, because he was like he'd watched the episode or whatever, and the first thing he said, he did, this was before we even mentioned it in the podcast. He was like, "Yeah, I was wondering because I didn't get far. I just like watched the first. I was like, what was the deal with the bananas? And I'm like, for God's sake, there's no deal with the bananas.' <laughs> My friend was asking me about the bananas too, and I'm like, it's just you could see more of the stuff because it was, it was daytime for him. It was daytime for me. Look, this is the usual like 1 a.m. kind of darkness that I'm used to. Uh, just at a different angle. I can do that. There's no bananas. I ate them all, you fools. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's all good. Also, I think I wore the... Did I wear the Mio and Noah shirt last week? I'm wearing the bros this I think time. you wore it earlier this week. Oh, did I we not wear talking. it on the podcast? Oh. No, I don't think so. No, I anyway, think that's a cool shirt, though. Yeah, this is... Look, it's, it's, the, it's shirt. the homies, dude. It's the real ship of Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah. Shulk and Rex. <laughs> I love it. It's a good ship. Um, <laughs> it's, got little, it's got a little bit of Alvis on the top. Where is it? There he is. Look at it. It's got just big chilling on the top. It's a good ship. It's all sneaky. It's a good ship. But now, um, can you tell, guys, that it's a filler episode? Oh, yeah, baby. We're, we're going through all the motions. Um, yeah, obviously, next week, we've got a big week. We have got uh, Game of the Century, Crash Team Rumble coming out. And then we've got... Uh, a, a, you know a controversial game will it be good will it be bad there's definitely not a three-hour demo to find out final fantasy 16 is out next week um, now, some people think it's not even real final fantasy you know i don't think yeah, it they is that's real controversy. they say it about pokemon too you know it's kind of funny that it's like the people who hate these franchises are the people who are the most invested and i always find that incredibly funny because it's like as someone who's a casual i'm like when people started saying it was Game of Thrones, I'm like, oh, God, it's better than Game of Thrones because there's that, there's personality here. I'm like, thank God. Thank God. Hey, there Save. was personality in the first four seasons of Game of Thrones. I wouldn't know. The only <laughs> and then they ran I'd... out of books to adapt. The only scenes I've ever really seen in Game of Thrones are from the later seasons. So my, okay. you know, I've, so my, I've got a bad experience. Cued. Yeah, I've got a bad experience with Game of Thrones uh, and a short attention span. But no, it's all right. Uh, Jacob, no. Jacob's seen one episode of Game of Thrones, and it was the last episode of That's the that. whole show. I was, because I was tempted. His friends were doing a watch party at college, and you can and you he's like, join oh, just join way. it. Why not? Yeah, why not? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but no, we'll be talking all about Crash Team Rumble and Final Fantasy 16 next week. I've played the demo already, so I've done my homework ahead of the time. I'm two hours ahead of you guys. Well, hey, I'm choosing not to play the demo you should just play you it the, the night progress. before Why is it like matter? thursday night boot up the demo play the first two hours then you're two hours ahead ready for the next day nah. you're a freak you're an I'm absolute freak. That. <laughs> it's a smart man you see Mark. we've got so many reviews to go through dude we've got so many reviews to go through i wish i could pre-play two hours of crash team rumble that's all i'm saying you like, have yeah. you did 
I did. You've I played did. more than two hours of it. You could have recorded that footage and had a review out already. Truly, had a review ready no. to go day one. There was only yeah, fa- there was only four characters. We had like Crash, Coco, Dingo, Torna, and Co- we had five. We had half the roster and three of the twelve maps or whatever. No, not a good enough review. I like to wait for the finished product. But no, anyway, both of those are coming next week. Uh, this week we decided the games, not the reviews. The games, not the reviews. Who knows? <laughs> Just I might, to clarify, I might, I might be we don't work whiz. that fast. You never know. I might write really quickly a Crash Team Rumble review. You never know. Uh, what will come out first, the, Z- the Zelda review or the Crash Team Rumble review? It'll definitely no, the be the Zelda, Zelda review. review. It'll be out be next up week by Tuesday. Yeah, if you're watching this, it'll probably be yeah, out tomorrow. Just like Crash Team Rumble. Um, Tuesday review day. Tuesday review day. Um, but yeah, so that'll be up tomorrow. And then obviously, I can guarantee you the Crash Team Rumble review will be up before the Final Fantasy 16 review. I can promise you that much. Uh, <laughs> I will write easy. my review based on the demo. You're Fuck not playing the demo. You're going to so... play. Yeah, which yeah, you're exactly. writing the review based on the prologue. Fuck it. I'm just writing my review based on the opinions of other YouTubers. That's oh. the spirit. I mean, it's the easier and method. Twitter. It's the easier method. Just, just roll with it, you know, just roll with it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> that could this be a really week, funny April Fool's video. It would. To be honest, I I don't remember when I said it. I before we did reviews, I thought it'd be really funny to this when the Last of Us Part Two was coming out. Inside Baseball here, I said to Hunter, "Wouldn't it be really funny if one of us wrote a Last of Us Part Two review, not having played the game, just going off of vibes <laughs> only and seeing how close we could get to a legitimate <laughs> review of the Last of Us Part Two? Oh yeah, <laughs> and I think I I I think we would have been pretty close to be honest. I think because I was going with the vibes of because the leaks had started to like um, noise about leaks had started to kind of surface. So I was like. People are going to hate it. Like, people are going to be screaming about it, but I bet you I'd secretly love it. So I was like, Maybe. all ready to go. Oh, well. This week, we're not we're not making fake reviews and we're not reviewing games that are coming out next week. That's next week. Um, you real genuine content this week. Real genuine content not this week. Not filler. Not filler. We're going to spend the first half of this not filler episode. <laughs> Can't say it with a straight face. Talking about uh, games conferences. We're, so we've, we're at the end of conference season, so we're going to talk about a load of games conferences, past, present, and future, and we're going to rate what we think the best conferences are, from Nintendo Directs to State of Plays to whatever you want to call them. We're going to put them in a really professional tier list. You'll see it later. It looks beautiful. You'll love it. It's going to be great. Um, and then we're going to spend the second half, because it's been a few weeks since we have had a chance to really just sit down and talk about what we've been playing so hunter's been playing humanity we'll talk about that kyle you've been playing an indie game that i remember you telling me the name of quite literally 10 minutes ago and i've already forgotten it but Games we'll talk about those. that that was it perfect uh and then this is i usually treated around here folks no it like i remembered me... you exactly <laughs> no let me in my defense it's not that it's not a you problem kyle it's a me yeah, problem okay I know this. it's a me problem it's not you it's the games you play <laughs> <laughs> I had an I had an experience at work this week where I told someone that I find it really hard to lock into a conversation unless I'm like if I'm truly interested in something I'll fully lock in right but if someone even goes slightly off topic if it's a film that I haven't seen or whatever I zone out and I told someone at work and literally in the same conversation within like three minutes I zoned out instantly again and they were like you're doing it now I'm like no I'm not <laughs> you can't prove it you can't prove it. Uh, but yeah, so you've been playing that. I've already forgotten it again. But hey, Hunter's been playing Age Humanity. Echoes. This is the man who runs Echoes. our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. 
and he wants to do more. What a this psychopath. This is the guy who signs our checks. Our <laughs> metaphorical checks. Our metaphorical... Let's be real here. If we were, if there was any money involved in this project, it would not be me handling it. That would be a disaster. Uh, I've, I've played quite a few games recently. Uh, I played Full Throttle, uh, the double fine... Uh, lucas arts game uh i played life is strange again i can talk about that i could talk about that game forever uh and i also played another point and click game i was just in i was just in a story mood i played deponia which is a really old uh kind of point and click game so i can talk about all of those uh we got plenty to talk about there's loads of stuff to talk about so come on in sit tight Ooh. it might be a long one it could also be a short one because i don't know how long i can talk about opening night live to be honest so we'll see we'll see how it goes uh, but yeah, if you're new here, uh, if you could help us get to 200 subscribers on YouTube by going to youtube.com forward slash hotgamers only, we're literally two away. We're going to release a spoiler cast for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom when we hit 200 subs. Me and Hunter are going to record that hopefully within the next week. So please subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. If you've already yeah. subscribed, thank you. Tell a friend. Follow some podcast services as well. Give us a thumbs up. Follow us. You know the jazz. We really do appreciate you guys hanging out with us every single week. Every Monday, we're here. So yeah, be here. It's fun. Maybe. Sometimes. It's at least fun like 60% of the time. We'll see. I at least have fun while we're doing it. And that's all that matters, really, the isn't it? That's all that matters. Immaculate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, let's get straight into it. So, Hunter, this was your yeah. terrible idea of a podcast topic. We're ranking Listen, video game man, events. I got this idea months ago, and it wasn't opportune. And no one else came up with anything better, so... Just like my backlog, we leave the topics that we don't like just in a pile, and then when we run out of good ones, we have to sift through the meh sometimes, and this is what we're coming up with. Which, to be fair, I don't think it's a meh topic, it just also is. It's funny it's that we're doing this matter is pretty after meh. and not yeah. before, but you know, it's fine. We had We had games to review, we had Zelda, it's fine, yeah. we've been busy. Give us a break, man, we're fine, we're vibing, it's cool. So Just let us have the one filler episode, please. Yeah, it's fine. So anyway, I'm gonna swap screens in a second now. It's gonna be inside kind of. Um, <laughs> this is inside baseball. Okay, what you're about to see is the bottom of our show notes document. Every week we make timestamps. <laughs> we have a show notes document oh where we can all edit it. Okay. What you're about to see has been at the bottom of our spreadsheet for our this document for about, about a, year. a year. So we didn't do this especially. It's always been there behind the scenes. This little emoji's <laughs> been looking at me for the past year while we do this on the second monitor. The duck was added recently. <laughs> there we go. Kane <laughs> wanted to is. give him a little pet when we had yeah. him on the show. It's always broken when I'm looking at it on my phone. <laughs> We're so professional here. You can just you can tell that we've been doing this for over three years. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, we've written a load of um, events here. We just went with whatever we could think of, to be honest. So some of these will be a discussion. Some of these will be a joke. It's fine. And we've got <laughs> S through D. We could have made a tier maker, but also, have you been here before? Welcome to Hot Gamers Only. It's an audio podcast, guys. Calm down. <laughs> Get off your high horse. Look at the cowboy man doing the nene. We'll enjoy that, dude. <laughs> oh, audio listeners, I'd really encourage you to literally just go to this point on the video and then go back to audio because this is the peak for the video version you're not going to gain anything else from this one right say goodbye to cowboy because he's going to go away for a little bit we'll update that later and we'll show it you <laughs> but there we go so 
I'm going to read the list of things we've got here. We've got Summer Game Fest, we've got Game Awards, and we've got Opening Night Live, all the Jeff Keighley shows. We've got Nintendo Directs, we've got Xbox Showcases, PlayStation Showcases, State of Plays, because Sony differentiates for some reason. <laughs> we don't know anymore. It used to be because of quality, <clears throat> not anymore. Uh, then we get into specific shows. So particularly we're doing Square, Capcom, and Ubisoft. We could have done Bethesda, but Bethesda's now Xbox. I forgot about Bethesda, yeah. but they only did like three <laughs> of them before they got merged. That's true. And in fact, you know what? Mm. Fuck it. I am pointing it on here because 16 times the details are funny meme and it deserves to go above Square Enix. So I'm just going to stick Bethesda there just <laughs> so we can do that later. Um, so yeah, Square Enix, Capcom, and Ubisoft forward. Uh, then... Just different ones, just because we always we miss Jeff Kaplan so much. We just wanted to give uh, Jeff Kaplan a bit of love, so we're going to do Overwatch developer updates pre twenty twenty and post twenty twenty. Basically, when Jeff Kaplan left, I think he left twenty twenty one. Actually, doesn't matter. COVID happened. The direct stopped. <laughs> Ignore it. Jeff was gone. Uh, and then we've got some of the more niche ones. Obviously, you've got a load of indie directs. We're not going to judge those because we don't really. You know, we've watched them, we see them, but they're not as frequent as all these other kinds of shows, so we won't really put them in the same category not because the quality the quality is usually higher because the indie games are cool but yeah. you know it's a different ballpark time, but we have yeah. got the pc gaming show uh, and devel- the devolver directs as well so we've got plenty to go through where do you want to start that's the real question um, no no pressure or anything i think we could probably start with the big three nintendo xbox and playstation okay i think i think that makes the most sense fair enough yeah which one do you want to start with? Do you want to start with Nintendo because they pioneered this kind of format that everybody has now stolen and it's true. <laughs> bastardized over the past transition. decade? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do it, right? So here's my thing with Nintendo Directs. I think people are expecting, if we're talking about this, to put Nintendo Directs high, pretty high up. And I think they should be high up. But hear me out. The kind of... The quality of Nintendo Directs fluctuates so fucking much. Yeah, yeah. That they there's been so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. The only the only thing I can say really is that like I'd say that I can remember more of the highs than I do the lows. Or Mm -hmm. I can think about like Metroid Dread's announcement, a dozen different Zelda trailers, and um. The one time me and, and then, Kyle were happy because Xenoblade got announced and everyone else hated yeah. that direct, you know? Xenoblade yeah, yeah, yeah. The, py- the Pyramithra <clears throat> Smash Bros. thing and the Splatoon announcement was all on that one. And then, like, mm-hmm. uh, and like as far as directs in the more negative trending, right now the only one on the top of my head is the... The Farm Direct. direct. Yeah. The Farm Direct. Which still oh had a Zelda God. trailer, so it was like... No, it was still awful. <laughs> it was still awful. Still had like nine farm games. <laughs> it was really bad. Nearly bro. in a row. Yeah. Um, there's some highs and there's some lows, but I think the difference between the lows of a Nintendo Direct and the lows of everybody else's is most of the time, the lows are just meh when other people's lows are really bad. Where it's yeah. like, yeah, you get seven farm games in one Direct for some reason. But there's still something there for somebody. Like, I think Fire Emblem was at that one for the two people that cared about Fire Emblem, yeah. right? <laughs> um, and, like, because Nintendo's been doing the direct so long, like, some of these idiots are still doing bad comedy on a stage and stuff, too. <laughs> we'll get in to the middle of. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, at least, yeah, the bad doesn't overstay itself and it will just move on to something hopefully better, possibly still pretty eh. <laughs> Who knows? Um, 
but yeah, like I say, I think for the most part, that's solid, right? I'd, I'd, I'd put them in A, just because yeah, that's what they do. I was kind do. of thinking like, the same thing. They're yeah. not S, because they're not always a hit, and it's not... Yeah. They're being a Nintendo Direct doesn't mean the quality's always here, because sometimes you will get a incredible Direct where you get Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and a load of other stuff, right? And then there'll be other Directs and Animal Crossing and all that jazz. You're like, oh, that's sick. And you'll have other Directs where you genuinely just get like, okay... You know, Xenoblade and Fire Emblem, which Weird. some people love, but other people are gonna it's gonna be a very hit and miss where some people will hate that direction, yeah. some people will love it. Yeah. Um the more so niche no. games. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that so yeah, so that's that's fine. I think that's great. Then everybody else around twenty twenty they started doing their own jazz. That's like this is when they started copying. Twenty twenty was the year of copying. COVID happened, everyone was like everyone time like, to start copying the now. Nintendo homework. Um so I guess first up, Sony. They've got two showcases. They've got PlayStation Showcase, <laughs> and they've got State of Play. <laughs> yeah. How much of a difference is there really between these two? State so, of Play is fucking As a suck. passive observer. Before this last showcase, you could make the argument that the uh, showcases are where they showed off more of their bigger, like, first-party kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Definitely. And they were usually a better time than state of plays this last showcase out of the three of them has been the worst one because it wasn't good (laughs) if we were talking about the first two playstation showcases i would have put them in an a yeah they were great yeah they're average if we're talking about that third showcase that third showcase was like a fucking d so it's like the highest i will allow them to be now is a b on playstation showcases until they prove to me that that was a misfire like it's yeah. like, yeah. I'm not saying it's so a we'll war be, crime so level just Keely, but yeah. sometimes <laughs> they'll but, be staying you know. there and for another year and a half at the pace that they've been sending these things out. True. Uh, and then like, you know, state of play has had a amusing like reversal of this, where the last, well, I don't know, the last one, the one that they'd had last year around the summertime was good, but you know two or three months before that we also had the exo primal and dio field chronicle play. <laughs> again they're hitting genuinely else, right? awful sometimes you yeah. get some good ones like there was one on with crash 4 and stuff like that where there was some fun stuff that oh, yeah. wouldn't necessarily show up at a playstation showcase because the game was already announced but you got an extended look and some cool little behind the scenes like interviews and stuff like that or like the first couple of them were fine like that's where they revealed the Resident Evil 3 remake and then the one after that I don't remember what was there but I think it was still alright and then eventually they started getting like oh this is just wasting my time I think the second one was the Crash 4 one if I remember correctly but yeah there's a load of stuff State of Players where Deathloop went on its world tour I would put I'd put it see if we're, go- if we're going the lowest we're going is C, if the lowest we're going is D, then for now I'd suggest a C because there are worse war crimes on this world than a state of play. I yeah. mean, this is a text document. I can just chuck in more stuff if we need. I can put in an F tier if you want and put this in D. We shall put it at a C for now. And if I get an- if I get angry at... <clears throat> we'll see where the live, other stuff falls. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll see where the other things lie. Uh, which leaves us with Xbox out of the big three. Yeah. And Xbox has always been the weakest, up until recently. 
this year, I don't know what Xbox decided to do differently. Maybe it's because they have games now, but they, they genuinely... decided to buy a lot of companies. Yeah, and they decided and say, hey, make video games, and now all the video games are made. We're going to have an Xbox showcase, and then we're also going to have these smaller Xbox directs, which tell you just like updates from studios, which are more personal interviews. And they were both really good. You had Hi-Fi Rush Shadow Drop. You had great updates on some good games, hopefully, like Forza, and some bad games like Redfall. Oopsie doopsie. But, you know, it is. it wasn't bad at that point. We didn't know it was that bad at that point. Um, So, again, I would probably... Not for nothing, but Xbox... They'd had good shows before, like they weren't they weren't always going to sh- like for E three and stuff. I wasn't all I wouldn't say that all of them were great, but I remember liking I remember liking their twenty eighteen show. Yeah. Uh, so that show last year was fine. Like I didn't hate yeah. it. There's it always okay. cool stuff at Xbox. Like I hate the game yeah, now, but Scarlet Nexus year. was all over Xbox showcases and stuff in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty nineteen. Yeah. There's always some interesting stuff. It's just a lot of times it's a lot of, you know, dragging and boring stuff that some of the third party games, especially. Yeah, yeah. a lot of the time, it's also like every time they do one of these things or one of their bigger things, there has to be an Elder Scrolls thing now. There has to be a Sea of Thieves thing now. They have to show us a car. Take the boxes (laughs) off, maybe a car shape, like maybe a car based Xbox, you know? Yeah. Next year, if they put a car in Sea of Thieves. That sounds epic. (laughs) I'd, I'd play it. <laughs> Why not? Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm or they put a ship in, in Forza. Oh, Why not, dude? Sick. Why not? <laughs> that sounds pretty epic. Um, um, I'm feeling B for this one. Re- re- Here's the thing. It's better, than play <clears throat> st- it's better than fucking State of Play. They're better than State yeah. of Play's. This is yeah. why I'm already suggesting we move State of Play down to D. This is why I'm already saying we move State of <laughs> Play down to D. Because I don't think it's level PlayStation. I still don't think they're on the level of a PlayStation showcase. Yeah. Because I still haven't gone, holy shit, Resident... You know, I've still not gone, holy shit, Resident Evil. Was Resident Evil 4? That was in the State of Play, wasn't it? That was in the State of Play. Oh, yeah. Fuck. This, this fuck. is the reason the State of Play's average is... Like, uh, not, yeah. Fuck! Okay, right. Xbox showcase and State of Play on C, but Xbox showcase better, because... <laughs> on average it's better right okay they've yeah i have spoken that's it <laughs> i can't i can't do this I have it's too spoken. hard all right that's fair okay all right do we move on to the holy third trinity party? jeff uh, you want to do fair oh. party well do you want to do jeff i was gonna i was gonna hold him for last <laughs> okay, we'll hold Jeff for last then. Okay, Square Enix right. can go and fucking D tier. Can we all agree on that? Oh one? my god, the last one they did was Babylon's Fall. What? Fucking awful. Uh, D or F? D. Okay. They've had some good ones. They had the one where they had Final Fantasy VII well, remake, and the the whatever. What was the thing where they announced True Colors? Whatever that was. I think that was counting. the same one. If it that's the being... yeah, that was also as, Square Enix presents as, as, as well. well. Yeah, okay, so... It wasn't yeah, the same one as FF7, too. it was the year after, it was the digital one they did afterwards. Even, um, though they, even though they spoiled more than they should have, but... Definitely. You know, the content of the <laughs> actual games they were showing was fine, but they've also, when they're bad, they're really bad, too. <laughs> really? I hadn't uh, noticed. Uh, so yeah, D sounds right for that. Yeah, that sounds about right. And sometimes they spend too long talking about Marvel's Avengers. 
Yeah, but the game wasn't. We didn't know it was shit yet until we saw that gameplay, and then we knew it was shit. But come Didn't on, Carl. insist on talking it about it after the game came out, though, too. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, therein lies the problem. You see, the problem is, is we were talking about Atlas last week. Square Enix is one of those companies where I didn't realize how much I love their video games, but hate them as a company. Where it's like one of those yeah. things where I was like, I really like Kingdom Hearts. Replaying he Life is Strange. Spoiler, that, spoiler for later, but like replaying through Life is Strange 1 has reminded me how that's one of my favorite games of all time, and it's published by Square Enix, and I fucking hate that. Like, there's genuinely a part of me that's like, damn it. Why? Um, and it's just like, it sucks. It genuinely sucks. It's not it's not great. Um, but oh well. Right, Capcom no isn't great. Stick it in fucking F, and it's never yeah, seen the light. As the biggest Capcom fan here, I would say that this is. Yeah. F. I don't watch these because <clears throat> Capcom gives their best stuff to show to other people. That one that sometimes was last they week, put it back in the in their own direct. That yeah. one from last week was fucking horrendous. It was really bad. What a waste of my time. Thing. Like if there if there ever is a cool announcement at one of these, it's only ever one, and it's only ever like three minutes, and it's yeah. like maybe maybe I'll want to watch a specific game's more extensive look sometimes, in which <clears throat> yeah. I still wouldn't watch the Capcom showcase. I would just watch the video of the isolated game afterwards. Yeah, we watched the Capcom showcase, and it was definitely not worth it. It was awful. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, yeah. They'd never show anything really, or they just reshow trailers. Like they showed, they reshowed the trailer that they showed at Xbox for that yeah. weird not Oni Musha game. <laughs> that yeah. They just showed the exact same trailer. It was very weird. Yeah, stick them in F. Fuck you, Capcom. Yep. You make great games, but come on, make a good show. You don't have to give everything <laughs> to Xbox and Sony. Um, Bethesda. Hear me out. There were like three no. Of those. Hear me out. They hear only ever did. Out. They did three shows. Uh-huh. But they were fucking good shows. We, let's not talk about how bad Fallout 76 was. Let's not talk about the fact that Starfield and The Elder Scrolls 6 were literally are a decade away and they're still yeah. not out. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> but I, there's a show. Just, the only one I can really distinctly remember is the first one, and I do remember that being good. 2016 was phenomenal. Yeah. 2017 was also pretty cool, because I believe that's when they started... Um, God, was it what? What what year was Wolfenstein Two? The Evil Within would have gotten a trailer. Yeah, so it was. It would have been Evil Within Two. It would have been Wolfenstein Two. It was. Um, they went on their apology tour for Fallout Seventy Six. It was still a good show. It was a pretty good show. They showed a lot of stuff. Um, twenty eighteen. I believe that's when they announced Doom Eternal and stuff like that. So it was like there was some good stuff. They oh, they yeah, always right. they always have great shows. That's the thing with them. They always have good shows. And as much as I will always mock Todd Howard for that Fallout seventy six spiel that he gave for half an hour, <laughs> he is such a charismatic individual that even him talking about a shit game is entertaining. Like not even in like a memeing about it internet historian video way. Like I could genuinely go back and watch him talk about that. I could go and watch that part of the press conference <clears> and still find it entertaining, knowing that the game's a pile of shit, like or was a pile right. of shit. He just is charming, and we talk about Xbox having a really great showcase this year. That deep dive into Starfield for many people was the highlight of that show, and you know 
it's kind of unprecedented someone going hey guys here's a 40 minute behind the scenes kind of look at starfield and it isn't delayed and it's actually coming out it's pretty fucking cool Mm. i think bethesda i would put bethesda even though they only ever did three i genuinely would put bethesda at a b i think they were solid and in terms of live shows i think they were always great and as someone who doesn't necessarily love bethesda I always yeah, like watching their, show. their shows quite a bit for only liking a handful of their games and the games that I did like from the Bethesda umbrella was always smaller, the smaller ones too. So it's like, I wasn't going to pop for fallout regardless of whether it was 76 or five. So, and I think Xbox is learning from the Bethesda showcases and all that kind of stuff as they go forward. I think that's going to follow through and they're going to keep doing that kind of stuff. Like I say, I loved that deep dive on Starfield. I know we kind of, st- we didn't watch it, but I went back and watched it and I was kind of, I was really shocked at how much they did show. And maybe that's just Starfield because Starfield seems like one of those games where I'm like, it's not real. <laughs> it's not real, but also the fact that they showed 40 minutes and then teased that there's all that also might be powers in that game. And then to just leave you with the, oh shit, they haven't even scratched the surface of this game. They've done like this, they've done a 40 minute deep dive and we still don't know anything about it. I'm like, that's really impressive. And it also makes me scared because I'm like, wow, 2023, I think 2023 is one of those years that's going to go down as a 2017 of fucking hell. Did we have some really good games this year? I think we're not going to get another good year like this again for a little while because man, you're looking back at it and you're like, wow, Tears of the Kingdom, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Street Fighter 6, Hi-Fi Rush, Starfield, all of these games, Dead Space, Final Fantasy Fantasy 16, uh, Spider-Man 2. I um, think Alan Wake is going to be pretty good. Alan Wake. Did we say Hi-Fi Rush? Yeah, I said Hi-Fi Rush. Forza, if you're a racing fan, there is genuinely so many good games coming out this year. I don't think we're going to get one again like this for a while anyway. But yeah, you go, Bethesda. As for Ubisoft, dude. <laughs> Get him down there. Putting him oh, next to Capcom or Squeenix. The Ben and Capcom would not buy fucking much. Uh, yeah. I don't know, Hunter, would you yeah, disagree? I'd, I'd say that they probably belong in D, yeah. Because, like... Fine, okay. put them fucking... Right well, that's there. the thing. Are they better than Square Enix? Are they on par with Square Enix? I'm trying to I'm trying to rack my okay <laughs> legit since they've done like the video ones like ever since moving beyond E3 I've not not skimmed them so you know that might be an indictment of them going into F now that I think about it <laughs> but as far as uh watching their E3 shows and stuff those were always like sometimes they would show cool things but also there was always going to be a stupid just dance routine there was that always going to be year. God, someone ow. someone said on twitter i don't remember who it is but it was the funniest joke of not e3 to me was someone tweeted and it was like genuinely i genuinely i cackled like pretty loudly people were looking at me where i was like the just dance 2023 number at ubisoft forward shows that nature's healing <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah it's true <laughs> it's funny. like it truly the, is the nature's the healing moment that specific thing that's always confused me is just dance is a game that regular people who aren't watching e3 are gonna buy why do you keep advertising it to the clubs who are you know keeping up with the video game news <laughs> yeah. i mean even if you do you've got to 
it's unfortunate because it's like Ubisoft doesn't have that unique and diverse a portfolio, especially nowadays. It's like yeah, everyone's screaming Prince of now. Persia's back, and that's the big thing, and that's the big thing for them for the next five years is Prince of Persia's back. Woo. You uh, know, it's, see, like, five it's, of them. It, it's like, you know how everyone jokes about how it's like, oh, there's only eight types of levels in a Mario game. It's like there's only yeah. like there's only like well, five like there's only like seven Ubisoft game. There's like eight types of Ubisoft game that always show up at the same event. You've got your Just Dance, your Assassin's Creed. You've got your Far Cry that has to show up at some point. Watch Dogs shows up every two years or three years. You've some then got your extreme sports game. Some extreme sports game. To- to Tom Clancy, Rainbow Six, Bollocks, whatever, Extraction. It won't ever be Splinter Cell Bollocks, because they yeah, hate you. won't be Splinter Cell because they <laughs> hate fun then you always have that weird battle royale or shooter that isn't a Tom Clancy game, but also you know it isn't going to do very well. So you had like that battle royale one for a couple of years. You now have this X Defiant, which looks like it's trying to be a Call of Duty game. You know, you have yeah. one of those. And then you have your family kind of game. You have your Mario Rabbids. You have your whatever, have you, that they always make every once in a while. But that's it. But, they just, but just keep make jumping. sure it's not Rayman. No. He can be He's in the not DLC. allowed to come back. He can be in the DLC for Rabbids, Kyle. He can be in the DLC for Rabbids, and that's about it. Um, that's, as far as we'll, that's as far as he'll go. But I think the main problem is, is the reason Ubisoft's worse is Square Enix, they pull a stinker and they walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Ubisoft pulls a stinker, comes out on stage, talks about the fart they just ripped for five minutes, <laughs> then shows a different fucking POV of the fart in a second trailer, yeah. and then does the same thing on a different day. And it's like, that's... It's like, I wa- I skimmed through this one, and it was like, this is how it went, right? This was the Assassin's Creed Mirage section. Trailer for Assassin's... CG trailer for Assassin's Creed Mirage. Someone comes out. Assassin's Creed Mirage, big boy, big game. Play some gameplay on the screen. Let's talk about it. Assassin's Creed is a new franchise. It's very cool. It's very popular. Everyone loves <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Thank you for coming to my five-minute talk. Let's play the gameplay review trailer. And then they play a second trailer, and it fades to black, and then they introduce someone else to go, I'm here to talk about Far Cry, and you hit yet on the fucking table. And it's oh, like, that's yeah. what happens every year. Or Far Cry, but with aliens this time. Um, <laughs> I love Avatar. It's my favorite uh, franchise. Honestly, my... <laughs> as far as like things that were meant to go together, Ubisoft and Avatar makes a lot of sense for the wrong reasons. My favorite part was when James Cameron came out was on the screen. It was like it was like they did like a recorded message. It was like I'm so happy for. Ubisoft to be oh, working amazing. in the world oh. of Pandora. Like that's great. Good for you, Jimmy. <laughs> you have fun making <laughs> Avatar 5 in 2032. I'll be 34 years old when Avatar finishes. Jeez. I was like, what, 10 when it started? Like, what You is could this? argue that you should have been 10 when it finished, too. True. True. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, sorry, Hunter. They deserve F. They deserve yeah, F. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I was just... Yeah, I wasn't gonna like D was the ceiling for them. F, I understand completely. <laughs> it was like, honestly, let's see. You, the Mario Rabbits thing, I think they revealed and not Nintendo. So that was kind of cool when they showed it. That was like, oh, neat idea. Yeah, and the guy David Soliday like, or whatever the guy, the game director was crying in the audience and stuff like that. Uh, he was so proud of it. 
and everyone was like laughing, kind of making a fool of him on Twitter in a way. Some people were really nice, but other people were being dicks about because like he's crying over a Mario Rabbids game. And then it came out and it was a really good video game. And you're like, yeah, I can see why he's fucking. Why are yeah. people gotta be? Why it's the internet, gotta... welcome to the internet, buddy. We need to bully everybody all the time. Uh, anyway, then, now it's time uh, for a bit of a meme. Overwatch developer updates. Uh, post twenty twenty stickum. All you stickum and D for post twenty twenty stickum and. Uh, I'm not putting it in S because that that would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny, though, wouldn't it? That would be funny for the people that skip to the end. Uh, no, stick him in A. Stick him in A. Jeff was a treasure. I miss him dearly. Where where are you, Jeff? Come back to me, please. In anything, any way, shape, or form. Uh, my favorite part was I don't know. It, it it was one of the first examples to me of a company, which is funny for Blizzard, just being really transparent and open about development and having <laughs> just mm. not having someone because he was like, we want someone to be open with the community and be kind of a figurehead. And Jeff was like, I don't want anybody else going in front of the camera because people are gonna like people are gonna harass and bully and be horrible because it's the internet. So I'm just yeah. gonna take the bun. I'm just gonna take the punt of that. Yeah. So everyone can be angry at Respect. Jeff. And I'm like, he was just a really good figurehead for that community. And there was just there was so, much, so much stupid and dumb stuff that they did. And back then, updates felt meaningful. And that when a character was revealed, you'd have Jeff sit down and talk for 20 minutes about their backstory before <laughs> even talking about the abilities or whatever. And now it's just a fucking shitty trailer or whatever. It's garbage. And also there was like the Yuletide thing where they had him sitting in a fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. That's the only one of those updates I've seen. And that's because it's one that you showed me. And that's what I'll always think of when I think of Jeff. It was like a a 12 hour stream every time. And obviously they did some fancy trickery and recording so that it was, he was, he only recorded, I think an hour of footage each time, but it was cool. Mm -hmm. And they always tease new events and characters and stuff. It was always fun. Yeah. Um, PC. PC gaming show. Can we? St- is it is it is it wrong to put it in D? Is it wrong? I don't think so. Because really, I I don't ever bother watching these because why would I? Sometimes the the best thing I get out of them is sometimes on the cliff notes of like you know, um, IGN or whoever would be recapping it. I'll be like, oh, that indie seems kind of cool. And I'm going to have to wait a year and a half to be able to play it on something I want to play it on. <laughs> I think the problem that I have is they're always so long. They're like two hours, two and a half hours. And they're always, they always drag to hell. Because I remember when they were announcing that Persona 4 Golden was coming to Steam. And it leaked that it was at the PC gaming show. So I watched it. And it's literally, Ooh. it's like, play a trailer make some they they they've got like a guy that's hosting it and they make like jokes and it's like these segments can be two minutes oh. at a time sometimes before the next thing and it's like the pacing so fucking bad where you just want the cliff notes like genuinely yeah. like they'll show some cool stuff but you just want the cliff notes because it's not a fun experience unless you are a big pc gamer and you just really want to care about it and that's the only show you're going to watch because that's all you care about it just fucking drags and it's boring and I don't like it. Yeah. Saying that, they still have more high quality stuff than a Square Enix presents, so <laughs> high D. <laughs> That's where I'd stick them. Yeah. 
Hi D, sorry, am I the person that's highlighting it? My apologies. You were. Well, I, there you go. I, I didn't mean <laughs> to do it. There you go. Uh, and then finally, Devolver Direct, before we get into Jeff's trio, uh, trilogy. So... Healy trilogy. Devolver, if nothing else, I always have fun watching that. They're short enough to never be too... Yeah, they're short enough to never overstay their welcome, because it's only ever like 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> it's always some kind of weird fever dream. And usually, there's at least two or three games that they're talking about that I'm vaguely interested in. Yeah. So, I don't know. B, maybe C. I'm not sure. I'd say put them at the. I'd say put them at the end of B. Yeah. Be, let's be kind, because they do put a lot of effort in, and there's a lot of stupid stuff that they do all the time. They kind of make a story out of it and all that jazz. They they try, even if they only show. It's only like a ten minute show sometimes, fifteen minutes. They always try. Um, right. Sometimes that's all you need. It's time for the Jeff trilogy. Everyone's favorite <laughs> trilogy of video game events. Ugh. Where will they rank? I can't wait till he makes a fourth one so he has one for each quarter. Shall we go from worst to best? Uh, Might as well. Yeah. yeah, let's do it that way. Opening Night Live fucking sucks. It is the As worst. a European, I am offended that this is the show that he does for us because I wish that he'd ignore us, to be honest. <laughs> it fucking sucks. and Because it, it's in a European time zone, I'm the only person that ever can watch it because everyone else is at work. So I just end yeah. up watching it for two hours by myself and crying. Yep. And he hates himself every time, honestly. And every time I say well, I don't, we could probably do it again. Jeff for psychic damage at this point. <laughs> like, it fucking sucks. <sighs> legit like maximum one announcement that's cool every time sometimes none i don't think i liked anything that they showed last year wasn't that where they announced last to us part no, announced summer, summer game, game fest fucking hell yeah. yeah stick it in fucking like Lam was announced at it's summer not, i wouldn't say it's super f it's better than a capcom <laughs> presents fucking hell it's not <laughs> okay. bad <laughs> look man i've never watched opening night live i don't know the quality <laughs> Better than Ubisoft Forward as well, to be honest. Okay. Hi, F. He just has never shown anything that's worth your fucking damn time. That's the problem. There's always stuff that's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Or they'll be like, oh, look, here's a new Fortnite yeah, season. Yeah, like Call of the thing, or Call of the, the yeah, a couple year, of indie things. I was like, or, that's cool. Or, hey, here's Death Stranding Director's Cut. Or, you know, something slightly interesting and cool but there's one but thing the that's stuff it. that's cool isn't substantial in a way that like cult of the lamb i would have seen at something else at some point anyway yeah 100 percent. yeah so that's where i'd stick it um summer game mess it's going up if you'd asked me this time last year i would have put it in d i think it's moved up to a c yeah i'd probably say so People shat on this year's Summer Game Fest, but I don't think they realized how bad the state of this fucking PlayStation Showcase was, to be honest. I yeah. think people were... People... It had been a week. People have forgotten the fucking torture that they've been through. There was some real low points of that state of play... That PlayStation Showcase. <laughs> Especially yeah. if you were watching it live, because you still had hope. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd put but Summer yeah, Game Fest in the middle. Like, there's always something. Yeah see there's usually at least one or two things 
And even if, if it gets leaked, you can't blame Jeff for Metal Gear being leaked to High and Hell or, you know, you can, not Metal Gear. Um, what am I thinking of? It was in the middle of the show. Kyle, what am I thinking of? We watched that together. God. Announcement, announcement. God, I'm gonna, am I really going to have to? No, because that, no, that was Xbox. No, that was Xbox. <laughs> so we're getting fast announcements. I wasn't thinking of Metal Gear. I was thinking. Metal. Oh, last no. year the last of us thing got leaked so no. yeah i might have been thinking i might have been blurring that but i'm trying to remember what did something else was more combat no what was no, it no was already was cage? No. yeah i can't believe i'm actually going through all this i also love that people have dog shit websites that don't load properly i'm not going to say the name of the <laughs> website but your website sucks your game i think your shit but hotgamersonly.com but okay, loads we... perfectly every time it only updates it only updates once a month anyway <laughs> we're slow to reviews we're sorry zelda was big okay it leave was. us alone <laughs> <laughs> guys it wasn't that final fantasy 7 that's what i was thinking oh, of final that fantasy got fucking 7. leaked yeah it was oh, leaked yeah. that it was gonna be that there you go I was like, there was a game, there was a Japanese game that was supposed to be there. That we all knew was there. We were waiting. That was what I was thinking of. Final Fantasy VII. Um, but they have those things. It's just only a couple, and then there's a load of it fluctuates so badly. Yeah. Which leaves us with yeah. game awards. <clears throat> it's really funny the sh- trajectory that this show has bounced back and forth between. Yeah. Ask us next year, it might be a different ranking. (laughs) If you would have asked me like 2019, I would have been like, B, sure. Last year's was pretty good. Last year's was good. It might have brought it back up. I'm just sitting here trying to... Last year's was the best Game Awards that they ever did, in my opinion, in terms of reveals and pacing and... I I, I know we shouldn't really take the awards into this and more of what the showcases are. But, you know, funny moments like Christopher Judge doing an eight-minute speech and giving away eight Steam decks in the process. And, <laughs> you know, it's quite funny. It's good I mean, if for... we're going to ding people like Ubisoft for the bad, you know, stage hoopla that they do, we can give this points for the nicer things that happen there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely would... Um... Yeah, I, 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 at the moment, I'd put it in B for how well yeah. it was. Come back in six months and we'll have this discussion again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, move up or down. Place your bets now. Oh, man. I, I, if I were you, I'd put the odds are probably on down, but you know. Probably, yeah. But now, I yeah. think for like the awards content this year, it'll be pretty, pretty boring because, I mean, we all know it's going to be Zelda sweep. I still think is don't count your, don't count your eggs yet to be honest because who knows what who knows how Final Fantasy 16 is going to review who knows how Starfield is going to review I still like I say before that Starfield direct I was like Zelda's a lock and I still think Zelda's a lock but I think it's going to be one of those things where I feel like there could be an upset in the same way I was like Elden Ring's a lock but there's like a 5% chance God of War could be an upset here and I think it'll be the same way where I'm like there's a 5% chance 16 or Starfield will upset here, which is at least my hope. But we'll see. Anyway, it is time. Are you re- are you guys ready to see the the fucking whip nene uh, emoji again? <laughs> there we go. Perfect. This is it. Uh, anonymous mink. Oh no, Kyle, your your anonymous username's been leaked. What a shame. Uh, anyway, 
Oh, Hunter. Sorry, Hunter's anonymous. They, re they randomly like, generate every time. Yeah, anyway. I know they do. That was the joke. God damn it. I'm, I'm, I'm wasted on you guys. Anyway, here's our tier list, our very professional tier list. Here, let me zoom in for you guys. There you go. Look at yeah, that. Look rank at that big... cowboy because he's never let us down. He never lets us down. At uh, A, we've got Nintendo Direct. <laughs> the Overwatch developer updates pre-2020. <laughs> My favorite press conferences. Uh, at B, we got the PlayStation Showcase, Game Awards, Bethesda and Devolver Directs. At C, Xbox Showcases, Summer Game Fests and State of Plays. In D tier, we've got the PC Gaming Show, Square Enix Presents. And Overwatch developer updates post-2020. That could go to an F, to be honest. Uh, opening <laughs> Night Live, an F. Ubisoft Forward in F, Capcom pre presents in F. If I was to make any predictions, these are my predictions. If we were to change these in a year, Overwatch developer update post twenty twenty would go to an F because that's just gonna go into the shitter forevermore. <laughs> um, <laughs> opening night live, much like Overwatch. Opening night live will go to D. I'm just saying that for copium because I know I'm gonna watch it again. So I'm just gonna say that one for the hope. Um, <laughs> Xbox will go high, PlayStation will go in the shitter, Nintendo will go to a U when they call it the Switch U and it sells two fucking consoles and we go back to Nintendo failing and that's oh, my man. predictions for next year. Epic. Well, that yeah. was fun. Yeah, that was fun. You know, there's definitely more on the bad side than the good side here and it makes you wonder... Why did we, why do we like E three in the first place? <laughs> exactly. Well, here's the thing: if we included classic shows like Nintendo's classic type of broadcasts yeah. and Sony's classic type of broadcasts, we'd be in a different ballpark. Like, yeah, ballpark yeah, we would entirely. actually add like Sony's twenty fifteen to seventeen. Yeah, that would be S rank for sure. Were fucking incredible. I remember waking up ready to go to school and checking online and seeing that they had announced a remake of Crash Bandicoot. I remember mm -hmm. that. And then going, wait, that wasn't even the biggest thing because they showed God of War in the same damn show. And they showed Spider-Man in the same damn show. And like, fuck it out. What a time to be alive. Yeah, there was even the, uh, even back in 2013, they absolutely murdered Xbox with their <laughs> clowning them on there. Sharing games and whatnot. Ah. Good time. Classic. Classic video. It was a classic, but then I also think sometimes where I'm like, we clowned on them, but looking back, because their whole idea was, it, like, yeah, the console was always online, which was a big shitter, but their idea was you put the disc in and you can't trade the disc between your friends, because it, which is dumb, but you get a digital and a physical copy then. The digital copy work like you get a digital copy automatically redeemed i'm like that would be a really nice feature nowadays <laughs> to have a digital copy because i love discs it's like i'm a fucking hoarder i've got a load of discs but also i hate swapping discs so if i could just put the disc in once and then put it on my shelf that would be great that would be a good future uh but oh well anyway that's that now I can use this thing for our actual, uh, <laughs> our actual show notes. There we go. Our Perfect. actual purpose. <laughs> so, what have we been playing? Who wants to go first? I don't know. It's story time. Hunter, um, do you want to go first? Yours yeah, is sure. technically the newer game out of everybody. <laughs> yeah. All right. So earlier today, when I got home from work for a couple of for about an hour and a half, I played Humanity. That little puzzle game that the team that made Tetris Effect and Res Infinite made 
about the little spectral dog guiding people. That's on PS Extra, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on the tier oh, right, two this. and above. Yeah, yeah. that thing. The thing that looks like the mini games in Rift Apart, the little Clank yeah. mini game where you have to guide all the Clanks. Which I loved those puzzles in Rift Apart. To be honest, I really liked the way they've played. So I've always looked at humanity, and I'm like, you know, one day I might give yeah. it a try. And you know, it's a chill little thing to do for a little bit here because I didn't really want to start something bigger for to play for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Only had like whatever. So I just started this, and I was like. You know, not bad. I'm. I could see. I don't know if I'd finish it, but I might. Uh, I could see myself playing more of it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So the whole idea is basically just yeah, guide the people from what that whatever they're doing. Without your input, they'll just walk in the direction that they're facing in perpetuity. Oh, off good. Of ledges and whatever. Don't worry about them. Their spirits, their bodies can break, but their spirits will respawn or something. They tell you. <laughs> 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 Um, you, you direct them with a, as you, as you do like the prologue, they give you different commands that you can tell them. So the first one is just turn. And so, yeah, you just point your dog where you want to put them and you go this way and then Mm -hmm. you bark and it's a little arrow and it's centered around directing them that way. And then slowly they give you like a jump, a high jump, a long jump to command all these people to do. You're basically constructing like a Rube Goldberg machine of people's souls to funnel them into a <laughs> to funnel them into these goals to put you know bury them on to the next stage of purgatory or whatever is going on in the setting of this game i'm i'm unsure about that so far but you know that's not i'm not sure that's super relevant uh they had little extra bits of intrigue to rather than just the most direct method of A to B. They give you these little golden guys to try and get as an extra challenge. It's like the strawberries and Celeste or something not required. Uh, getting some actually a bit more substantial, I guess you could say, because they're not required, but you know, you get little extra features if you get mm-hmm. so many of them. Like you could uh, a fast forward button if you get like two or three of them. Thankfully, that one's unlocked pretty early. And then after that, it's like uh, if you retry, you can have it set your commands. You can have like the commands that you left. It, so like if you if you like screwed up, but you only screwed up at the end, you could have the rest of what you were doing set there. And then you could just run to the whatever you needed to fix and adjust that as you need to kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's super helpful. I've been going for them because, you know, it's not that hard. Um to pull off and yeah it's good enough to entice me to keep trying to get the golden guys for now so that's nice there was a little extra level like there's a little linear path through the chapter and there's a little couple of side levels that you can do and i felt motivated to do the side level too so you know that's better than some games can manage for me (laughs) no fair enough i definitely need to check it out uh, at some point obviously june's pretty busy so (laughs) Maybe yeah. July, late like July, yeah. August time. We'll see. July is pretty sparse. So, what are you talking about? Oh, Pikmin Four Sweet. Uh, Pikmin oh, Sweet. Pikmin Sweet time. Hooray! All five Pikmin fans getting ready to play Pikmin all month. And the, yeah. and that new One Two Switch game. That's thirtieth of June, baby. Where you remember, you're only allowed to play it on the thirtieth of June. That's the rules. <laughs> one oh, day, right. everybody mm. One Two Switch for a single day, guys. That's the rule. Um, Sam will do it. 
I hope he really. I really hope he doesn't. I really that hope would, he doesn't. Please don't, Sam. Please don't. Um, Sam, I know you're not listening, but please don't. Please don't. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, it's cool. Definitely check it out. It's on PS Extra if you want to give it a try. It got some really good reviews actually, so yeah, go check it out. Sure did. Got me yeah, a cool eighty-five for the fantasy critic. Uh, good for you. Meanwhile, I forgot this game came out, so I just went ahead and added that to my list for the for HGAs this year. Of this came out this year. How dare you? <laughs> How rude. Uh... <laughs> Ethan, if I look at a game that came out and my first response is "Oh, this game," it gets put on the list. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think right. that's a fair way to conduct business. Anyway, anyway, stop talking about that and talk about this game that I keep forgetting. So I'll just stick it on my fucking list while we're here. What have you been playing, Kyle? Well, this game it's been it's uh, it's called Chained Echoes, and it came out like at the tail end of last year. Damn. Sorry, Ethan, it's ineligible. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, are we going by Game Awards rules? <laughs> no, we do our award show at the end. That's true. That's true. We do. No, but Anyways. in my defense, if I forgot, if I didn't even know this game existed in 2022, I think that means it's got a good chance of being uh, forgotten in 2023. Just saying. You know, that's fair. Just saying, guys. Just oh. saying. Anyway, carry game on. Got, so, game got really echoes. good reviews, though. It got like a 90 on Open Critic. Damn. Really? Surprising. Which, yeah, for an indie RPG Dude, to I score like that. that. Of sports story. Dude, I, you could have won. <laughs> I I could have I could have picked something that got a five and I would have won. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Or a seventy-five, I mean. Yeah, not a five. <laughs> I, needed, I needed like five points. I, I think Sports Story got you a five, so it did. Not. Anyway, <laughs> where's Sports Story? Sports Story got him a negative thirteen. That's what Sports. That's worse than your guys' bad ones this year. <laughs> Is it? That's a lie. Yeah, you guys I'm are pretty lie. sure God of Rock is doing worse. Oh, that's <laughs> an 11. Like minus Never 11. Mind. Yeah. Hey, I lost. I lost. Yeah, I lost 14 on Hogwarts Legacy. That's <laughs> not the same. <laughs> I'm definitely putting that in that came out this year award because every time I see that, I'm like, I forgot that there was a big Harry Potter <laughs> game that I, sold I six bajillion mind. copies, yet no one cared. I'm like, wow. Exactly. People what did, what cared for like it? a week and then it, did, everyone what? stopped talking about it. What, that's like the 10 million transfers, just buy it and stick it on a shelf. I never heard fucking anyone talk about it, dude. Like, genuinely. <laughs> they bought it and then shot it. Because <laughs> they saw there was a trans character in it. They're like, no! <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? It's woke! I'm baited! rainbow colored cans. God damn it. We'll put that's... it right next to their Bud Light. It's but fine. anyways, they'll use it to prop their <laughs> webcam while they're streaming on Kick.com, dude. It's fine. <laughs> but anyways, enough about right wing cope. Uh, yeah, Chained Echoes. It's an indie RPG made by a dude named Mateus Linda, and it's, in his own words, it's very much inspired by older RPGs from like the SNES and PS1 era. Mm-hmm. Though, in other words, a game made for Kyle. Oh, and good. I somehow didn't know about it until, like, a few months ago. <laughs> but, yeah, I went ahead and played it. Honestly, super fun video game. I've enjoyed my time through most of it. Um, the beginning is kind of a slog. The The beginning's really weird. It's, like, it's super brutal in, like, the gameplay department. And then 
the story kind of just never stops going for a while at the beginning. Like, there's no breathing room. Yeah. Like, there's hardly any breaks in the action. And it's just, like, someone just, like, strapped a block of cement to the gas pedal of a car. Like, mm-hmm. to be fair, yeah. as far as the uh, kind of difficulty curve at the beginning, I think old RPGs were like that. Yeah, they were. Like, it, you know... They were. It, it was hard until you found your, like, rhythm, and then it was yeah. like, oh, now, now we get it, and now I'm invincible. That's why <laughs> I have so much trouble with, like, Earth, trying to play Earthbound. Um, the beginning of that game is just absolutely brutal. But, no, nah, I enjoyed Chained Echoes. It held my attention enough to keep me going through the whole the whole game. I think that, like, the core cast of six party members, they all work really well together. They all... I love good party dynamics. It's cool. They've all got, like, their own reasons for being there, and they all bounce off each other really well. Mm-hmm. And all the other side party characters you can get, like, one of the guys I was using, um, he's this little goat dude. Oh, he sick. W- he wears a yellow raincoat. He's got a blue little like sailor hat on, and his little goat horns are poking through the hat. Dude, top tier character. He plays like a blue mage. Oh my god! Where he like, like peak character design on the same <laughs> level as the frog with the top hat from Chris Tales. <laughs> Dude, and Hunter, the way he learns his, his essentially his blue magic is. He turns the enemies into, like, cans of spinach and eats them Popeye-style. Oh my god, he's like, Quitta. It's amazing. It's This game is absolutely crazy. I think if I had any real issues with it, most of them would come from its storytelling. Like I said at the beginning, it's kind of like, you don't really have time. There's no real breaks in the story to go do the side stuff. And and then somehow at the end it's gonna feel like it won't end it won't stop. <laughs> um, the the JRPG way, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> where it's like you really, where most of the time it's like you're really lucky. I like these characters, or I would have been out by now. Oh yeah, and the, the fuck, what else? Um, and there's also like some parts of the writing where I'm like, this probably could have used like a second pass over. I'm not here to like bully. Mateus for his work because you know it's 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 his vision and this is what he wanted but some of the stuff towards the end just kind of left me like oh a little bit disappointed I don't like I don't really want to talk about it here because it doesn't feel apt to because it's kind of end game spoilers but yeah there was something with the main villain that left me very disappointed he was from Jupiter. Yes. You did it. Exactly. It was the moon people all along. I knew it. <laughs> this is actually Scarlet Nexus 2. No, wow. it's not. No, it's so not. It's... So you won't spoil Chained Echoes, but you'll spoil Scarlet Nexus. <laughs> Fucking wow. The audacity. <laughs> Rude. But no, this game's it's good. If you like RPGs, check it out. It's yeah. It's worth your time. Play it while you wait for Sea of Stars. Dude, I can't wait for that to come out. Great, that's like the end of August, but I'm super looking forward to Sea of Stars. It looks like it'll be good. It's got Yasunori Mitsuda as composer. Sure does. 
He's great. There you go then. So yeah, Trade Echoes, keep Ethan. it on your radar. What? Me? What have you been playing? Yeah. Fuck all. No, I play quite Hell a bit. Hell yeah. See you guys uh, next time. <laughs> I played a couple <laughs> of things. All pretty short. All pretty short. It's fine. So, I don't know why I was in a bit of a story mood, because like I say, I've been waiting for CTR, other CTR, and... Um, <laughs> FF16 to come out. I so like how like my brain and your brain both like short-circuited when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was waiting. So I'm waiting for those to come out. Obviously, after I finished Zelda, I was like, okay, I need to play some stuff. So uh, I was replaying Life is Strange, and then there was a couple of days where I didn't have time to play Life is Strange because I, I I was because usually when I when I play Life is Strange or I play a story kind of game like that, I like to go full on emo kind of play it only at night, shut the curtains off, I'll stick the fancy lights on my TV, and I don't like to be disturbed, so I Ethan literally plays, lock myself Ethan plays into a Life goblin strange bunker. Like most people play horror games. Genuinely. <laughs> that's what I do, but that's when people do that to get scared, I do that to get depressed and cry. That's what I do. Um, yeah. It's healthy, Kyle. It's healthy. Um, yeah, so yeah. Judging. I've so done I had my a couple fair of... share of sitting in the dark. So I so yeah I had a couple of casual games that I was playing during the day. One of them's Full Throttle, which is the only Tim Schafer point and click that I hadn't played because uh, I played Grim, I've played Day of the Tentacle, I played Broken Age. I haven't played this one, um, and obviously I haven't played Monkey Island or some of the old ones. But I mean like the main Tim Schafer ones. Uh, so I played it, and it's the shortest, and it's pretty good. It's uh, <laughs> it's 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 probably I'd say it's probably the one the hunter would like the most because it's about a oh, biker really? gang and um <laughs> no Sick. it's ba- yeah it's basically yeah it's very kind of metal in a way and it's like it's well, it's not as metal it's not as metal as say um brutal god legend. what's it called yeah brutal twisted legend metal but it is yeah it's twisted metal but it that. is it's very <laughs> kind of um well, I wouldn't say it's mad. It's it's more. It's very much kind of nineteen sixties kind of rock motorbiker gang kind of thing. It's just a very yeah, stupid yeah, story. Um, appreciation for this. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's basically it's just a story about a biker gang that uh, gets hired for a job and it all goes awry. And it's just a very it's very stupid. It is. I will say this. I don't remember the last one I played of these was Day of the Tentacle which was ages ago it was like i looked up when i last played these games uh this was 2016 so for some reason i played grim and day of the tentacle in 2016 broken age in 2015 and then just n- never played this one for six years seven years for some reason don't know why it was not on available like in the same kind this of was the last time. one to come out but i still think uh, it came out in like 2018 hmm. 2017 yeah i could have played it the year it came out i didn't i was naughty um <laughs> The bright side was it was super cheap. It was like two pounds. I was like, hell yeah. What about Sorry, dude. I also didn't play this in the year it came out. Well, to wow. be fair. And neither did Hunter. Of... Yeah, there was a lot of things to play in 2017. Yeah, there was other stuff it, going on. I mean, if we're talking about when it originally came out, I don't think any of us were old enough to be playing it. So yeah. we were alive. I can tell you that much. Because it was like 1999 or 2000. But Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have had like the cognitive function to play this game. No. But no, because it was the last one. But no, it's just it's a very goofy game, and it's very short. It's definitely the shortest, and I appreciated that personally. Um, it took me like two hours. Now, Sick. bear in mind, if you're new to adventure games, it'll take a lot longer. But it's just once you've played a couple of adventure games, you get around the kind of bullshit brain mechanic that you have to use, where it's like, 
how do I do this stupid puzzle? So it's like, I'll, I'll give an example. There's a puzzle with a door that's on a chain, right? You pull the chain, it opens the gate, but you can't, you let go of the chain, the, the door drops. And so you're singing to yourself, the gate drops. You Use the reverse ability. Yeah, that's what you do. Use the reverse ability. Exactly. <laughs> stuck in bomb Stuck jumps. in tears of the kingdom. Bomb jump, yeah. <laughs> but no. So most people would be like, okay, how do I get... I need something to hold the door. I, like, I need something to hold the chain so that I can go through the door. Ooh. But the bullshit brain mechanic that you have to do is you have to lock the door so that when you pull on the chain, the chain doesn't move so you can climb up the chain and jump over the wall. That's the that's how you solve the puzzle. You just have to get into that bullshit brain mechanic of... Bah. What's the obvious thing? It's not that. Let's move over to something your, else. Your character can't just find like a heavy rock to prop the door open. Nope. Nope, you Damn. have to find a padlock to do something like that. Um, it's just stupid stuff like that. Or it's like there's another one where you need fuel for your bike and there's a massive fuel tanker, like there's like a whole like oil yard that you sneak <clears> into. <throat> but there's no way for you to steal the gas from the tanker. So you're like, okay, how do I steal the gas from the tanker? And the correct way is alerting security and hiding. So they drive and drive in, pull their car up and explore the oil tanker and you sneak in and siphon their fuel out of their car instead and run away instead of getting the fuel it's stupid stuff like that where it's like you know for some reason you can't siphon it from the actual tanker no because there's no way because it's just like it's like an actual massive tanker right so there's no like valve to open it so it's like oh how'd you get it by getting the (laughs) by getting security to come over and siphon their car yeah just stupid shit like that where it just doesn't make sense it's goofy fun i kind of liked it yeah is it my favorite no um i still think grim and broken age i like more but i liked it more than day of the tentacle so there you go i'd put it on three or four there we go that would be my hierarchy of those and then i played deponia which was another point and click that came out in what well, was on ps4 in 2016 i swear i heard of this in like 2012 2013 and i'd seen it around for ages it was kind of one of the only examples of modern point and clicks before broken age came out so I was like, yeah. eh, fuck it. It was 99p on the PlayStation Store, ladies and gentlemen. I was like, oh man, I'll give it a go. And let me tell you, it was definitely 99p. That's what I can say. It was like, oh, it's not bad, but it also, this game has three sequels or something. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I've played one and I'm good. The comedy's a bit shit. The mechanics are a bit again a bit hit and miss i don't particularly like it i didn't feel that clever solving the puzzles it was just fine it was like it was fine it's very childish and because of how old it is and if it continues down that childish kind of route i could see it probably not having aged very well because there were already parts of it where i'm like this kind of it's not not like i'm not sitting there going oh Uh wow just but it's like there's just it's just there's some kind of jokes where you're just like this isn't funny and it was it's just very immature humor and i was like yeah this is aged like milk um uh release date for the first game at least on steam was mm -hmm. august 6th 2012 yeah i knew it was like 20 yeah that sounds about right um but yeah, it's fine. It again took me three hours, although this time I won't admit that I had a big brain. Some of the puzzles were bullshit, so I looked it up because I was getting fucking bored. But, you know, that's just the way it is sometimes. It's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. Oh, this was yeah. made by Daedalic. Yep, it was made by Daedalic. They're the people that made Gollum. 
Yep. Oh. And let me tell you, it's definitely better oh. than Gollum. It's better than Gollum. They've obviously <laughs> well, fell off. That's good. But also, bad, doesn't it now make sense that a three D uh, that a three D Gollum platformer was bad when the team that made it used to make two D point and click adventure games? Although I should say that they were trying Tim Schafer was fine. Team Tim Schafer went from grim and brutal uh, and Grim Fandango, Grim Fandango, and uh, <laughs> fucking Full Throttle to Psychonauts. So <clears throat> I made one of the best three D platformers of all time. So fuck yeah. it. It's just, why would you make a Gollum game? Why would you make Wait, a Lord of the Rings Gollum got released on the Switch? Unfortunately. I Not yet. It's coming like later. Trash. It's coming later. I'm pretty sure it runs like trash anyway. <laughs> like, in, the Switch might just tell you, no, go play something else. <laughs> you thought it looked bad now. Wait till you see the Switch version. That was the PS5 version. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't really recommend Deponia. It's if you if you really if you're a fucking action adventure uh, point and click two D whatever fan, you probably already fucking played it. So because there's not many of them around, right? So it's like, and, and if you haven't, it's two dollars on the Nintendo Switch. It it was ninety nine p on the um, PlayStation Store as of like last mm-hmm. week. So it might still be ninety nine p now. And let me tell you. There's worse ways to spend 99p. <laughs> you know, that's that's less than a coffee now. Cost of living, crazy. Buy yourself the pony. Have the f- don't look up the fucking answers. You've got a good six hours ahead of you there. If I were to play it, do you think I would like it more or less than I like 12 minutes? <laughs> uh, fucking hell. I don't remember how much you hated 12 minutes, to be honest. It was one of those, like... It doesn't have a plot twist that involves fucking controversial (laughs) scenarios. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's not good. It's it's fine. It it very much, it feels like a game that's in 2012. It also has like 6 million dialogue options and I definitely just went, yeah, fuck off. I don't care. Just tell me what I need to know. Let me fucking leave. Um, Anyway. And yeah, I've been playing Life is Strange again because um, I saw the remastered collection was on sale and I was like, it's been seven years. Well, 2016, so it was end of 2016, so it's more like six and a half years. But it's been six and a half years since I played Life is Strange. And I was like, I've never replayed it, which is funny because I love it. I never replayed it. it. And I was like, you know what? Remastered collection on sale? Now's a good time to replay it. And uh, what I've come away with is still one of my favorite games of all time it's gone back up in the ranks i forgot how much i liked the original life is strange i love that fucking game um the remaster on the other hand not very fucking good it's pretty bad it's very buggy uh Mm. in the performance mode it's extremely blurry i had to play it on high frame rate i think i told you guys that uh, on high quality resolution instead of frame rate because it's really blurry fun fact before the storm not an issue on the remaster. The remaster of well, Before the Storm's cool, better. Because that's the one I didn't play, and I'm pretty sure at one point... Or you other... haven't played Before the Storm? You should play no, Before the Storm. You yeah. should replay Life yeah. is Strange, and then you yeah, should play Before the Storm. Because <laughs> oh, I'm doing a back-to-back now, because I've done the first... I've done the first episode. Uh, d- genuinely, I re-downloaded Life is Strange True Colors. I've, I'm already, yeah. like, after Rumble nice. and Final Fantasy 16, I'm like, the only one I haven't re-downloaded is 2, and it's like... 
I do I give two a second chance? Definitely gonna play before the storm before that. But no, I'm just like I'm. I was playing it and I was like, man, I forgot so much about this game, and I also just kind of. The final episode of Life is Strange is very controversial. It's funny that it's called Polarized because it is very polarizing in terms of reception. Um, yeah. <laughs> I still think, I don't like talking. Well, one day, hey, maybe if you replay it, we'll do a spoiler cast for Life yeah, is Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should do that. We should, I should do we should that do so that. we totally. can just do I'm an down. episode. I'm down. <laughs> we, got, we got nothing to do in July. A hundred percent. I'm down yeah. with that. I'm down for that. That's pretty great. Um, but I don't want to spoil the ending to Life is Strange. Because I know a load of people know it, but I also think if you don't know it, you should go in blind. Um, but I still think, even though people always got angry that the all the choices they made throughout the game didn't really... The, the final choice in the game, Kyle, is the same no matter what choices you make throughout the, the story, basically. All it's, right. it, it all comes down to a final one or the other option. Things do change, but, you know people are always like hey, it only comes down to one option i still think that's a fucking brilliant final option by the way i still like i struggle to think of games where i'm like damn i have to sit like i have to like there's a genuine i understand the reasoning behind both of them most of the time it's like hey do you want to sh- do you want to shoot the guy or let him live and i'm like well he's murdered 12 people i think we should yeah <laughs> i think we should shoot him guys yeah, shoot him let him yeah. live you know it's funny because like I the final episode of that game was I don't really like it, but it's less to do with the choice, and it's just because God, that one it goes on forever. <laughs> it does, uh. which is funny because it was the shortest episode for me, which I think is bizarre because it feels like the longest episode, but it yeah, is yeah, the shortest yeah, episode like it... technically. And it's just like I, I like. Here's the thing: is I don't like how. It deals I was with like some being things. sent away to uh, get like ice cream or something. People are like, my siblings were like, "Yeah, go get it. go get us some ice cream or whatever." I'm like, "Let me finish this first. It's like wrapping up." And two <laughs> days later, you finally went to get ice cream. Like, <laughs> what must have been an hour and a half later, at yeah. least, I was leaving to get the ice cream after finishing my game. And I was like, "Jeez," but now it's like. Shorter. That final episode is a bit hit and miss. I think there's definitely ways you could do it better. I think there are... It kind of gets a bit too into itself. And what I mean by that is, is the game has this time travel mechanic, which, looking back on it, I love being... I love the empathy powers in True Colors. I think it works really well. But I also do think that, man, from a gameplay perspective, I don't think they will ever get a power better than the time travel mechanic because it just works that well in terms of a choice-based narrative. Time travel is the most video gamey thing you could do with it. Yeah, and it also just sure. makes sense for this because I don't know if you've ever played like a Telltale game before, Cal, but most of the time it's like nope. there's certain choices that impact stories a lot. You should at one point. I don't know. Maybe get Sam to play it. I know you like watching things. Um... I did enjoy <laughs> watching him play Somnium Files. I know that's not really the same thing, but I enjoyed that. It's more of a drama than a comedy, but yeah. Ah. There are this we are, there are funny moments and some of them aren't intentional. <clears throat> so but you know, it's like there's two main choices. And I think the, what this game does brilliantly that others don't is you're kind of locked in and sometimes I hate it. The text will come up saying something and you'll press it and it comes off completely different than the way you think it's gonna go. Oh yeah, you, that happens come off in as persona. A, 
yeah you'll come yeah. off as an arsehole so you can do it so you can make a decision and you'll be like fuck that's not how i wanted that to go you can rewind the conversation so that it didn't happen that way and choose the other option or learn that's something true. from the or learn something from the conversation so you can one of my favorite parts is it's in episode three is where you're basically having three conversations with three separate people and you're trying to work out information from all three of them to gaslight someone. And I think it's fucking great because <laughs> you're just getting clues from one person to another and bouncing that information, rewinding time to get the correct solution. And it's just stuff like that they've not done again. And I still like, it's brilliant. Um, but now, even though episode five is still a bit rough, they could have done things better. The villain kind of comes off a bit kind of comic-y at the end of it. It kind of gets a bit silly. I don't think... Replaying it, knowing everything, I think it works way better. Once you know everything, you're like, okay, everything adds up. And obviously with time travel, they probably were like, we need to make sure everything adds up every single time. <laughs> and it does. And it's just like... It's just a vibe. It genuinely is. The first Life is Strange is just a vibe. And I, it's one that I will forever... Yeah, that was the reason I liked it more than anything else. It's just the feeling of existing in Arcadia Bay and interacting with the people, even if some of the people were terrible. And it's just like... I really love Max and Chloe. I genuinely do really love them as characters. I think Chloe is an asshole and fucking really like just snaps really quickly and the worst but i also love and max is somebody that i don't know why because we've talked about it before where it's like um talk i've talked about how i relate with characters a lot and stuff like that so it's like i was but it's like max is someone where it's like i like photography i'm not a photography nut like max is i don't really like stuff this i'm not the same i like a lot of the time i connect with characters because i'm a lot like that person and i'm not really a lot like max really there are part like there are parts of me that i'm like i can see in her but not really but i get so attached to max in that game every single time that i fucking like I was genuinely like properly like, like I don't I'm certainly not like Max either but I could see myself being friends with her. Oh 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the weird thing is when I played this game originally I was 19 so I was 1 year older. They were the same age as me basically. And now playing it this way and what and you know I fucking I haven't aged much mentally because I'm a fucking <laughs> you know I'm a, still a fucking idiot, right? But <laughs> You know, physically, you know, I'm 25. I'm a lot older than them now. I'm like six, seven years older than them now. And it's like, it, it does feel different replaying it as being slightly older, but it's still like, it still has that kind of, it, the nostalgia is almost, it's not just a forced nostalgia kind of vibe now. It also is nostalgic for this game. It's very weird playing it again. I love it. It's great. Um, if you haven't played it, you should play it. It's fantastic. Before the Storm is also fantastic i replayed the first episode and fucking hell i was already getting ready to cry because i know what happens in the rest of it um it's a brilliant i just love how it completely changes your outlook on everything because to me it's like the first time round, i'm like a lot of people shit max and chloe there's the whole relationship dynamic now. And now that I've played before the storm and I've seen the Rachel Amber situation, I'm not, I now don't play that route like that in the original because in my head, I've like, it changes how everything works to me. And it's like, even without before the storm, I always played that. I played that very agnostically when I played the game. Same. I always do it, but right. Fucking like 
it's weird, right? Because it's like Max is like Max interferes with the story. She very much is with her time travel powers. She very much this. You think the story revolves around Max because of her powers and everything that's happening, right? Where when you've played Before the Storm, and even when you think about it with Life is Strange, the main character of Life is Strange and Before the Storm is Rachel Amber. She is the connecting dot she to everything. Is the uh, major point. Yeah. Yeah. She connects to Chloe. That's why Chloe was interrogating Nathan because of everything that was happening. You know, it's like the reason that she was in the bathroom. That's it. The, the, everything revolves the around Rachel. The red thread always goes back to her. And if before the storm, it just, it turns that, it turns that, it turns that pinpoint where you're just like, this is this one person. And it's, she's the main person in the story. And you don't know her at all in the original Life is Strange. And turn her into a character. And I think they do the cruel and amazing thing of taking a character that you already know the ending of their story to and if you were smart going i'm not going to get attached <laughs> you know and it happens anyway and it, and she's like the you know everyone talks about how she was the nicest person that everybody loved her and they turn her into a character that you love instantly and like <laughs> you immediately attach to and you're like god fucking damn it i hate this franchise so much it's so good <laughs> um but no they're both fantastic I like I genuinely I was redoing my I don't have a top 10 games list because I think it's stupid and I also change it all the time but I was trying to do a if I'm trying to be serious on a top 10 games list where would I put it and Life is Strange is currently at number six that's where I'd put it it's gone pretty high now nice but now you should play Before the Storm Hunters we should we should talk about it it's good you should play yeah. two as well so I, I'll replay two if you want to play two <laughs> maybe I'll like it this time <laughs> maybe <laughs> i mean i should still give it a chance don't not just have that other story game come out it was called like reverie the fall of something mm. or other it seemed to yeah. do pretty okay as far as reviews so that's cool for them i just i yeah it's just it's it, it's so good dude. i i just i i also just love a good mystery right i love a good mystery mysteries are great I do and life is strange one has a brilliant mystery to it and i just i do really like it and it doesn't always give you all the answers, which is also something that I also like. I hate... It does do a bit of its own at going, and this is why I did this, and this is why this is like that. But it also yeah. does leave a lot of stuff open, especially with Rachel. Like, all of that stuff, like Rachel's motivations and all that stuff. Very much kind of not 100% nailed down. And it's still not nailed down in Before the Storm. But I just... It's great. It's very good. You should play it. You should do that. Go play it. Have fun. Watch it on yeah. YouTube. I don't fucking know. Do what you want. I'm surprised they never made a TV show out of it, to be honest. They'd fucking ruin it. But Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, life is You need someone that really like... cared about it to yeah. actually do it. And I feel like, unfortunately, it would be something like a Netflix gets the rights and butchers See, the, the shit out of is, it. the problem is, yeah, it would become yeah. a TV show and it has the energy that would land it as one of those annoying CW shows. Riverdale, yeah, yeah. Riverdale, dude. <laughs> it, yeah, but now it's just oh, I like genuinely. I could talk about it all day. The ending is fucking like oh god, the ending, man, the ending. Oh, why is everybody wrong about the ending? That's all I'll say. It's <laughs> I look it up and there's a fifty-fifty split. It's one of the only adventure games that still has to this day like a fifty-fifty split. 50, 50 well, here's split. the thing, right? On the remaster, it's forty-five fifty-five to what you expect because this is Life is Strange fans replaying it. So obviously, there's a bias to the ending. 
But if you look back at the original game, it's fifty-two forty-eight the other way. Oh, so so in the aggregate, it balances out. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> and in the aggregate, it balances out. It's probably definitely. I can't even say what the options are because even if there's a there's like a there's a there's a community term for it, but even that would give away too much. So I can't say. All right. Then I guess you're done. I guess I'm done. It's good. You should play it. Please play it. I cried. It's everywhere. It's on Switch. Look, I was that sad. Oh, I won't show you because it'll fuck with my camera. But uh, I bought. I don't own it physically, so I bought a physical copy on PS4. And then I think found out that the remastered Life is Strange One also has a Switch version. That it's the only version of the remaster that's physical. So I bought that too. Because only Switch got the physical version. It doesn't have a. It has, doesn't weird. have a physical for Before the Storm. It was unfortunately Before the Storm's only digital, but it has a physical Life Strange one. And I was like, mm-hmm. I kind of want that because the yeah. art's fucking incredible. Um, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's our show. Hey, we're done. Hey. Um, next week, it's it's time to get ready to rumble, and also play Final Fantasy. I guess who knows. Yeah. We can do that too. We could do both. Why not, bro? Why not? Well, Hunter and I can't rumble. Well, Hunter and I are choosing to not rumble. You could if you weren't cowards. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what Jack and Kane and Sam are for. Kane to and do Jack the things that we it. don't it's just want me to do. And, it's just me and Sam. Jack's I don't even know. If, I sent Sam a message last Monday saying, you better not abandon me for Rumble. And then I got a message on Thursday saying, I'm down to play. And I'm like, it took you four days to reply. I don't believe you. <laughs> he's playing diablo at the moment so i'm like fuck i'm yeah. screwed i'm just playing rumble by myself god damn i have to start streaming again just so people fucking play rumble with me viewer matches okay you <laughs> should you you should start streaming crash team rumble and label it as 1545 practice <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea i'll do that i'm exactly gonna do that <laughs> bring back crash <gasps> it comes out on a cra- it comes out on crash tuesday i just realized it's oh, fucking perfect no. crash team tuesday not only yeah come on down guys we'll be playing on crash tuesday come on down uh, anyway all <laughs> links are on screen right there now there's no we uh hey oh, excuse me activision would you please send me over two review copies of crash team rumble i've already bought my copy so uh just only need two thank you very much uh but yeah if you want to keep up to date with the part of us outside the podcast those links are on screen they're gone now bye bye um yeah obviously uh if you want to listen to obviously if you listen to us on a favorite podcast service follow uh, search for games only if you want to listen to us on audio podcasts and if you want to check out our stupid faces and watch the video version go to youtube.com forward slash hot gamers only uh and if you can hit subscribe get, get us two more subscribers Listen, if you get us two more subscribers, we will release Zelda spoiler cast and we'll do Life is Strange. And if you don't, yeah. we'll still probably do it. But please, we're so fucking close. But please, please it's so close. <laughs> we're being teased. We're being teased, bro. Please. I'm not asking anymore. Subscribe. <sighs> do it. Do it. Anyway. Do it. Ugh. <sighs> Anyway, that's it. That's our show. Thank you ever so much for listening this week. Um, we'll be back next week to talk all about Final Fantasy 16 and Crash Team Rumble, so be sure to check it out. Uh, but yeah, until then, have an awesome week. 
it's a busy one so yeah have fun and yeah we'll see you next time bye see ya toodaloo